Welcome to the Golden Hills Podcast Daily, where you can spend a few minutes each day with us to meditate on God's Word. Now, here's today's encouraging message. Hello, I'm Will Blue, and I serve at Golden Hills as a Sunday school teacher in GHCC Kids Ministry. In today's Golden Hills Podcast Daily, we'll be in the book of Philippians in chapter 4, verses 4 through 8, and then we'll finish in 1 Corinthians 15. Before I start, though, uh, back on March 18th, Pastor uh, Matt Pierce ended up doing his podcast so well out of these same verses, out of Philippians 4. Um, so I'm not going to be copying what he said. I'll be looking at it maybe from a different uh, perspective. But he did an excellent job, and I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that podcast again. Let me read uh, Philippians 4 for you. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then in verse 8, Uh, Paul takes a little change, and he tells us, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Well, as I look at this, uh, for myself, uh, what I look at is the verses 4 through 7, I think is a rally call from Paul to remind us um, the truths that we have. Uh, He tells us to rejoice in the Lord always. And that rejoicing, uh, we know, is more of a posture of the heart. And it's a matter of where our heart is, not so much our circumstances. It's not the same as happiness. Joy is something that comes from uh, contentment in the heart. And it can be very uh, for even during very difficult times, because very similar to what we're going through now, we can have great joy and no happiness. And I'm sure that many of us uh, feel that way, being stuck in the house and not being able to get out. Then Paul goes on to say, tell us uh, that let your reasonableness be known to everyone, and that reasonableness could be translated your gentleness. And I think during this time as we're watching the news, I think it's important as a church that we show that we are reasonable and that we are gentle to everyone. Uh, We don't want to be looked as radical or crazy uh, during these times. And so I think Paul is uh, reminding us that uh, this time that we're going through now is not unique, uh, that there's been many times that the church has gone through difficult times and that our gentleness needs to be seen. And then he tells us why. He says, the Lord is at hand. And then he goes on to tell us, do not be anxious about anything. And I've, at times in my life, have taken that to be a command, don't be anxious. And then I feel guilty about being anxious. But I don't believe that's what Paul's saying, because anxiety is talked about throughout the Bible, and especially in Psalms. Psalms uh, 94 uh, tells us that when my heart was anxious, when there was anxiety within me, and he goes on and the psalmist talks about that. So I think it's not so much as uh, don't be anxious, but don't stay in an anxiety. Anxiety doesn't help anything. You're never going to accomplish anything because of anxiety. And so Paul's reminding of, uh, us of that and then to look backwards. And why, why is anxiety not uh, fruitful? It's because the Lord's at hand. He's got it under control. But then Paul goes on and he tells us, he, there's a shift. He goes, but... In everything, by prayer 
So right there, he tells us what we should do. Okay, when you start feeling anxious, remember that first rejoice, then remember. And our joy is, uh, and I'm going to talk about that at the very end of this podcast, that's the key. There's That is the absolute key. But we rejoice in the Lord, and then we remember that he's at hand. He's not a distant God. The Lord is very close to us. He lives in us. His Holy Spirit dwells within us. And he says, so in everything by prayer and supplication, and that supplication really could also be translated in humble prayer. So it's a humility that we're coming to God, not a, not a demanding, not a prideful, not boastful, but we're coming in, in humble prayer and says with thanksgiving. And that thanksgiving, I think, is what really we need to push over to uh, verse 8, and we'll talk about that in a second. And it says, and then let your request be known to God. Uh, Pastor Phil ta- taught us a lot about lamenting, and that is one of, I think, what Paul's talking about. And let's do it in Thanksgiving, but let, let, let our requests be known to God. Let's not hold back how we're feeling. We're not going to tell God anything that he doesn't know. And then there's a shift. Uh, in verse 7 starts off with, and. And so what we're doing is verses 4, 5, and 6 really are if all this is true and going on, then. So that's when verse 7 kicks in. And if, if we do what we are supposed to do, rejoice, remember the Lord uh, is at hand, try not to let anxiety be what rules us, but come to God in prayer, giving Him our requests. And it says, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. So there's a promise that's, that comes after that, and that's what it is, that we'll have that peace of God. And it doesn't make sense. It's not what the world can give us, but it's a peace in the midst of our trials that we have with God. We're not saying, God, we like this, but we can say, God, I've got a peace in the middle of this. I can rejoice because, God, you're at hand. And then it's interesting, too, that Paul reminds us that he guards two things, our hearts and our minds. So it's our feeling and our intellect. And so it's really important to remember that Jesus covers all, all of our uh, anxieties and uh, things that we're dealing with, uh, whether they're emotional or whether they're um, in our mind. But then he goes on and he says in verse 8, which is interesting, he tells us things that we should focus on. And as I was looking at this, I was thinking, you know, we sure can get stinking thinking pretty easy during times like this. And I don't know about you, but for me, this time, uh, I don't want to say it was exciting at the beginning, but it was new and trying to figure it out. And maybe, you know, just as a guy, you know, I'm looking at how can I provide for all the things I need. So, you know, trying to get toilet paper and food, you know, when do we wear a mask? When do we not? And, you know, just how do I keep the house going? And just all those things. There was a, a, maybe a little bit of adrenaline going, but by now we're into a month into this and this is really getting to be a drag and so I can get stinking thinking, and I can start having a pity party uh, uh, fairly easy. And so I think Paul realizes that, so he reminds us, he's, he tells us, he says, Hey, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever pure, lovely, commendable, if there is anything excellent, if there is anything praiseworthy, then think about these things. And so he's telling us, you know, whatever's true, think about those things. Not, not what we're hearing on the news, not the, um, you know, the, 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 the constant social media of maybe this will work, maybe this won't, maybe this drug's going to fix it, maybe that's not, uh, you know. What we know to be true is God's Word. So let's stay in that instead of dwelling hours in social media or the news. 
let's go back to God's word and let's search for that and see what he says is true. Let's remember that whatever is honorable, we should remember those things. Think about the people that are sacrificing themselves for us. There's so many people, whether it's this, the uh, garbage guys, the mail delivery person, the person at the grocery store, the person that's driving the semi, uh, even the guy that, uh, I'm a bike rider, and so uh, I really come to appreciate the guy that drives the street cleaner, how he he makes my, my enjoyment just a little bit safer. And of course, we've got all the first responders, we've got all the healthcare workers too, but if it's honorable, let's think about these people, let's be thankful for them. And maybe actually do something, send them a letter, send them a text, uh, but let them know, wave at them, let them know. And says whatever is just, and Pastor Phil talked about justice, so uh, that's another thing. Let's concentrate on the things where we do see things are just and fair. And if they're not, then those are the things that we should be praying about. If something is pure, we should be thinking about that, and nothing is more pure than Jesus. So if we can keep our eyes focused on Jesus um, this time, instead of looking at other things that might catch our attention, that are flashy, um, that, that, uh, that's what Paul's talking about. He says, whatever is lovely, uh, don't miss the beauty of this world. It's so easy for us to feel like the whole world is caving in on us. Go out in the morning, look at the sunrise, smell the flowers. Uh, it's springtime, it's beautiful. Whatever's commendable. Things that are commendable, let's tell people, good job, I noticed you, thank you. And if there's anything that's excellent or if anything's praiseworthy, uh, we're told to think about these things. And that word think is really interesting because um, in the Greek it, it means dwell on that, ponder on that, spend time on that. And it deals with reality and fact, not uh, something that might be a, a hypothesis. So it says when you're thinking about these things, these things are true and they're real. These are the things we should be thinking about, not the things that may not be. And just in closing, what I want to do is I want to give you the uh, verse that I think is maybe one of the most amazing verses in, in the Bible, in that it is the reason for our joy. It's the reason that we can do the things that we can do. Um, it's the thing that makes the gospel real and true. It's the thing that gives us the hope that Pastor Phil was talking about. Um, it is the key to everything. And that's why I've, I've titled this um, podcast, uh, That Changes Everything. Because it does. This single verse changes everything. And it's one of those verses that I'm going to think that uh, maybe in... Deuteronomy, even though it's not a part of the Torah that uh, that Moses was actually speaking about, but in Deuteronomy eight nine, I'm sorry, Deuteronomy six eight and nine, it says, "You shall bind them." Talking about the, the these words that I'm going to be giving you, uh, bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as a frontlet between your eyes. That's those little boxes that they would put written scripture in and actually wear it on their forehead as a reminder. It'd be constantly they'd see it as they're walking around. And then verse nine says, "And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates." It also Paul, he also tells us to uh, to share these with our kids when they lay down when they wake up when walking down the road share these verses because this is the truth and here here it is okay get ready it's First Corinthians fifteen twenty a and this is the the verse that puts everything in perspective that changes everything but in fact Christ has been raised from the dead. 
the most significant event in all of history is what gives us the joy that allows us to know when the Lord is at hand, I don't need to be anxious. Knowing that we can come to God and we know that He hears us because we know that, in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead. Let me pray for us as I end. God, this verse is amazing. It really does change everything. Because, God, you proved to us, God, you showed us that you love us, God, that you're real, that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus is God, that Jesus overcame sin and death, and that that was acceptable to you. And, Father, that Jesus, because of his action, we have the salvation that gives us the hope that we're going to be with you forever and ever, God. And we're not just wishing, God, it was proven. When Jesus rose from the dead, and he had earlier said, it is finished. He meant it, God. And so we hang all of our eternity on that, that one event, God. And we thank you because it was done by you. Father, it had nothing to do with us. Simply your love for us is what the driving factor was in that. But God, we know that it was for your glory. And as Pastor Phil reminds us so often, God, it is for your glory and for our joy, God, that we thank you again for all these truths. We praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We hope today's episode was a blessing to you. Please make sure to subscribe to the Golden Hills Podcast in your favorite podcast app, like Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can always find us on the web at www.goldenhills.org. We hope you'll visit with us again tomorrow.